Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio. The staccato hoofbeats of a golden palomino, carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion. Magic Matt Allen. Flawless. Flawless. And I can barely hear myself, so that means my mic isn't up loud enough. All right, that's uh, Tattoo Dave. He's, he's, you know, here, here's the thing about doing something for the first time. I remember the first time I was on the radio when I was uh, 12 years old at KRKO in Everett. And I was having to run the board by myself. I still can't hear, my, hear myself. Uh, it's just not loud enough. I was freaked out. And the first couple hours was so freaky because you're in control of everything. Playing every element, every commercial, every song. And at that time... Time, as a little kid, I was still having to queue up 45s before you'd roll the song in, in, into the next song, making a segue. And it was like, oh my God, okay, so this and that. And then about an hour into it, I'm thinking, is this really what I signed up for? But what I've done my entire life, and, and maybe you can learn from this, or maybe you can glean something from this. I've always, I've never done what I see as easy. I've always gone for something that I see as difficult. But if I'm passionate about it, I will put the hammer down and friggin' learn it. And that's what I love about the United States of America and the and American ingenuity. Because that's what we are as a people all about. And I think, was it, was it uh, JFK's uh, bro who said, don't do it because it's easy, do it because it's hard? Could have been JFK. But it's it's true. I think it was Gene Simmons. Don't could have been could have been Gene Simmons, Gene, Gene who, by the way, yes. couldn't even speak a lick of English when he came here from Jerusalem. Good, you know, he couldn't speak it, man. A good example, but, but that is a great example. Yeah. I don't know why the the volume is so low uh, uh, all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. What? On what? Well, just uh, all over, but uh, whatever. Hey, I, let's go with this uh, Ted Nugent uh, number two. Um, this interview, thanks to my buddy in Arizona, who thought uh, this would be good for the show. And it's a quickie, but my God, does this Ted Nugent make points beyond belief? It's 848. I got it. And this is he talking to those of you vegans out there, those of you not eating meat because, well, you don't want to hurt the poor cows or the... The poor vermin. Not that you eat rats. No. But, the deer and the elk. You know, and the deer and the elk play. But uh, I enjoyed this. It's a shorty. I think you will, too. Uh, the Nuge. If you really want to kill the most things, be a vegan. Because the farmers who protect your beans kill everything. I kill one animal per arrow. In order to grow tofu, you have to kill every ground squirrel, every vole, every shrew, every snake, every turtle, every frog, every bird, every rabbit, anything that gets in that bean field, I'm either going to plow and dismember, which is why the crows and the and the seagulls follow the, the combines every year, and then if anything does survive my first slaughter, I'm going to come in with Monsanto and poison the shit out of everything so you can have a tofu salad and not be responsible for any death. F*** you. 
That's the nudes, yeah. Wayne Dang, sweet poontang. Oh, yeah, that's the nudes. <laughs> and if you have a problem with anything he said, then, of, of course, you have a problem with the facts. Yeah. Uh, th- thems are just the facts, my friend. Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta has vowed to never be with another woman after his wife Kelly Preston's death. Um, I f- I found <clears throat> I found that statement uh, sort of uh, uh, take, uh, taking my breath away. Uh, I thought to myself, well, that's probably not a difficult chore. <laughs> and but let let me explain why. And I and I'm not taking this time to throw John Travolta under the bus because I really like this guy. I, I like him a lot. He's a big hearted I love guy. that new commercial, that new commercial for cellular uh, service. I, I think it's awesome. You know, he's doing a lot of that yeah, summer loving. Yeah. I just, so I'm a fan of John Travolta. However, I, probably not unlike you, have seen those videos and or those pictures of him kissing another man um, as he's uh, leaving or, or entering the private jet. Now, maybe that's an old ritual that has nothing to do with homosexuality, but I've never kissed another man on the lips perhaps when I was a little baby I kissed my dad I mean that could have happened I don't recall I don't think and so. I and I got no problem with that um, I kiss my daughter on the lips uh, because I love my daughter but another man and if I recall these pictures um, correctly there was an embrace there yeah. with Travolta and another man, and it looked like it looked to me like a deep kiss. I guess what I'm trying to say here, um, and hopefully successfully, is that in in my opinion, it seems to me that a John Travolta may not be encouraged sexually by a hot female. All right. Can we go that far? No, you're not. You're not the wrong here because my dear friend, God rest his soul, Jeff Conaway was mm-hmm. in the, the movie Grease with John Travolta mm-hmm. as a dead? co-star, and um, he told me stories, man. Because I, I was sitting with Jeff, just Jeff and I in his house, and he told me some stories at the end of his life. And John, John was by John. Even though Jeff was in the hospital, he always sent him flowers, always sent him stuff. Always, yeah, yeah. You know, I think guy. he's a very good guy. He was. A I good think guy. Travolta's a really but, good but guy. Jeff Conaway got a little pissed on the set of Grease. Yeah. When Olivia Newton-John was kind of running around or whatever, and and, and John, you know, she liked John. Yeah. And John kept on blowing her up, and and. and Kanicki, Jeff Conway. yes. Okay, we can't hear you now. But what what you're about to say is he'll take care of business. I will. And he got pissed, and they got in a so fight. You, so you trailer. think your mic is going to work if you just say the words, Mart? <laughs> is that what you think? No, I'm ready just to <laughs> fuck the hell out right now because that sucks. He didn't use an expletive oh. just now, did no, he? No, I said hell. Okay, thank you. All right. How'd you hear that? So here, here well, because I'm in the same damn room with you. How you're, about you're that? You're distorting now. How about, oh boy. Yeah. Oh God. I quit. Oh God. Yeah. Do we all quit? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Oh 
rock. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's what we think. John Travolta uh, may not uh, be the man when it comes to uh, loving the pleasures of a female. Um, and we have no proof of that except the kissing pictures uh, seem to be uh, very passionate. Uh, he says it's hands off when it comes to dating. As far as he's concerned, Kelly will always be the only woman for him. And I, I believe that. And I guess that's, we'll leave it at that. But uh, Travolta, uh, God bless you. I don't think it's a tough pot um, to stay away from females. Wow. I can tell you stories. You, you, you have stories, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in the business. He, um, Ohio police uh, probe report that uh, black students assaulted uh, and forced white students to say black lives matter. Even more horrible than this, and this comes out of Ohio, by the way, even more horrible. It could have been worse. They could have been forced to say that they love the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, God. See, that would have been... Oh, my. How bad was that? It was the worst. I mean, can we, can we not talk about this? Absolutely. I mean, you know I want to talk about it. I was there. I mean, was it was it awful? Was this thing just... It was, it was the worst ever. I mean, you had these friggin' dancers dressed up like sperms, it looked Thank like. And, and is she or is she not pregnant? I believe yes. she's... 100%. Right? It turned out 100%. she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah of course it's, she's... It's Pregnant. So she, so she, you know, she's showing, but she's the same gal that said she wouldn't do it because of the, the football kneeler that she would not be a part of this. And now all of a sudden, she's a she's the halftime show, and I think it was the worst ever. Ever, it was the worst I've ever God seen. Goddamn, someone dig up Prince. Yeah. Someone bring back Aerosmith. His, his halftime show was tremendous. Prince, Prince even was the, the Rolling the Stones at a hundred years old get on that stage and do it again. Because this was atrocious. It was. It was horrible, man. Really, really bad. A group of uh, Springfield, Ohio Elementary School white students were allegedly threatened and assaulted after a group of black students told them to say black lives matter or else. The Springfield Police Department said an officer responded to Kenwood Elementary School. Uh, bah, 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 bah. When the officer arrived, he spoke with the school's principal, who said an incident occurred on the playground. The principal told police that a group of black students gathered several white students in the playground, forced them to say Black Lives Matter against their will. Uh, the suspects uh, also allegedly recorded the white students who were forced to make the statement, um, told police the students who tried to avoid the situation were chased down, dragged, or carried to a particular spot on the playground with one student getting punched in the head by one of the suspects because they wouldn't say Black Lives Matter. That is so ridiculous. But it's, it's, sort, of, it's sort of the template for what this fascist organization wow. truly is. It's not a... There's, there's no, there's no one on the right or the left, unless you're a complete nutbag that doesn't believe Black Lives Matter. But those of you who have, who are a, a real human being, um, all we, lives matter. Well, we, yeah, unless you're an a-hole, unless you're Charlie Manson or or Adolf Hitler, then then all lives certainly matter. You know, if you're a good person, no matter what your color happens to be, I will tell you, I have many a conservative friend. They don't care about the color of your skin. They care about what you're made of, right? With the exception of Tim, who has never liked the blacks. Right, Tim? <laughs> 
No, no. Wait, no, do you love black people? <laughs> what? Yeah, I do. Yeah, do you love, uh, do do you love, love black people? You Have love, you guys ever seen that clip? Yeah, yes, yes, and I, I love I love all people. <laughs> and Super Bowl, okay, this is, whatever, this may get me into trouble, but it's an opinion not by me, but by Mike Freeman of USA Today. He calls Super Bowl 57 the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. And he says, sorry, haters. It's the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. Can't believe I wrote that since this is uh, the Republican NFL. But here we are, started by again, featuring the black national anthem, lift every voice and sing. Now, I missed that part. America only has one national anthem, tweeted Lauren Boebert, <laughs> leaning heavily on her all caps key. Why is the NFL trying to divide us? Do, do football not wokeness? It's true. Play your football. Play the game. Stop with the friggin' wokeness. Shut up with all the politics involved. Then, of course, Rihanna performed at halftime, despite uh, once saying she wouldn't perform in the Super Bowl halftime show because of the way the NFL treated Colin Kaepernick and protesting players. Uh, she was back, and make no mistake, Rihanna is one of the blackest, proudest performers of all time. Um, but wait, it gets blacker. Singer Babyface, who I've always been a fan. Always been a fan. And uh, P.S. Babyface, great writer of songs and a tremendous producer. He sang America the Beautiful before the game. At this point, we had the Black National Anthem. Um, but wait, it gets woker. The traditional flyover before the game was performed by an all-women pilot team. Yes. The first time ever. Wokity, wokity, woke, woke, woke. There was also a moment with Doug Williams holding the uh, Lombardi Trophy. Was introduced to the crowd. He was the first black quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl game. And one of the ads during the Super Bowl was for a Fox show about farmers dating called Farmers Wants a Wife. Yep. And one of the farmers is black on a Fox show. And, of course, uh, after the Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey uh, scored, he broke out a highly NSFW version of the stanky leg dance. <laughs> 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 the stanky leg dance. Well, I was with a chick that used to do the stanky listen, leg dance. Listen, some of this that I read uh, by Mike Freeman of USA Today, and USA Today is uh, known as being a left rag. But this opinion by Mike Freeman, I think he's sort of had enough. And some of this in, is tongue-in-cheek. Chill yeah. the F out. Yeah. But to some of us, the NFL is trying too hard to satisfy people of color and the woke mob. The bottom line is, uh, is even these moves, made only within the past several years, drive some of us who love America, who love all people, but drive us friggin' crazy. This is not transformative. I mean, I'm, how about the next Black Super Bowl when Roger Goodall uh, does the stanky leg? Are we? <laughs> okay. That, I just, I like the stanky leg. Yeah, man. never mind. That's uh, a good one. Never mind about that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get into more of Outlaw Radio. Thank you for watching us. Hey, it's been a, it's been a tough putt, but we knew it wouldn't be easy. Right. When you've got a guy who's producing the show for the first time and doing a, one hell of a job. Stop it. You know, who wishes he was sitting there where uh, Tim, Timothy, Top of the morning to you, Timothy. We'll be this after back on Outlaw Radio. So, you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.